All right, my friends. Uh, let's get this going. I'm drinking Mr. John Labatt's Labatt Blue. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but fuck Spanish. Spanish is the worst fucking language in the world. And here's why. <coughs> in French, the word for beer is beer. In English, the word for beer is beer. In German, the word for beer is beer. They're all spelt slightly different, but if you say beer, someone's going to get you a goddamn beer. Then you go fucking Spain and you get cervezas? The fuck you coming up with cervezas? And in Portuguese, it's about the same. It's like cerveo. And they have a different word. I think it's nobe for if it's on tap. That's the most fucked up shit ever. Why Portuguese? Why do you have a different word for tap beer than fucking nice cold bottled or canned beer? I don't need all this bullshit in my life. Speaking of bullshit in my life, let's talk MVP. Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to hear anything else. Nothing else makes any fucking sense. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of the fucking league, and anyone who says differently is a fucking thug piece of dumbass shit. Um... So for like the first week, I know it's been like two weeks since I've been on here. The first week, last week, oh, it's Trevor Lawrence. It's Trevor, not Trevor Lawrence. What's the fucking, the running back for Indiana. Fuck me. Jonathan Taylor. Because everyone didn't want it to be Aaron Rodgers because they're a bunch of fucking stooges. You had the fucking idiot from Chicago who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about saying, there's no way you can vote for him. He's unconscionable. He's a bad guy. Fuck you. Uh, so everyone was pushing Jonathan Taylor. Just, you know, I get it. Slow news week. You want to pump up the ratings, have a little controversy. Uh, I think you had enough with Antonio Brown. Preka just talked about that. Which, no penalty on the play and no fine for him? You're out of your fucking mind. Rips off his clothes, strips, walks on the field so there's too many men and there's no penalty? I, I, I hated it. I thought there definitely should have been an unsportsmanlike conduct 15 yards. Definitely think there should have been a fine for him. But anyways, they didn't want to talk about that. They didn't want to talk about how Antonio Brown brought an OnlyFans whore into the team meet, into the team hotel. Uh, who Genius, by the way. She has her MBA, so she knew how to strike when the iron was hot. She, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if what she's saying true or not. Her OnlyFans, she just made like an extra $5 million on it, so good for her. Um... So yeah, so they wanted to talk Jonathan Taylor. All right, fine, a little bit of bullshit, but no one was no one was saying Tom Brady's name. Everyone knew it was Aaron Rodgers, and everyone knew this last week was gonna be trash. He was gonna be playing half the game against the Lions, if that, just trying to make sure everyone on the team gets their bonuses and shit. Tom Brady's playing the Panthers. He almost lost to the Jets. I don't think a big win against the Panthers is gonna do anything for him. Uh, I think I think usually your MVP has to be against good teams. Um, so no one was talking about him. It was all Jonathan Taylor was our only, our last hope. Then Jonathan Taylor lays a big egg against the Colts. Can't get first down on one, two yards that they need. Against the Jags. Couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't pull it off. Jags are embarrassing. They're out. Um, so now what are we talk about? Taylor had a shit game. Can't talk about him anymore. Rodgers at least had two touchdowns. So now they go back to Tom Brady. Tom Brady should be the MVP. You mean Tom Brady, the guy who brought Antonio Brown into that locker room? 
The guy that brought that mess that might cost you the fucking Super Bowl this year? That's who you want to give your MVP to? Oh, look at all his yardages and stuff. Yeah, because he plays bad for most of the game and is able to march down the field on the end. So he always gets an extra 100 yards because he doesn't know how to take a lead in a fucking football game. He doesn't know how to control his team and get them going. Uh, so it's just bullshit. I think I think it's just more we're trying to get ratings. We need something to talk about. The national championship game was a snooze. No one gave a fuck about it. If you're outside of SEC, I don't know why you care about that game. Some people wanted to cheer against Alabama, but at the end of the day, SEC wins the chip. No one gives a fuck. Uh, and exactly as I predicted, today, what do you have? Alabama's fans are still saying, well... Winning the SEC championships just as big a deal to us. That's that's really what's important to us. You know, it's not all about the playoffs. It's we know we're the top of the SEC. We're above Georgia in the SEC, and that's what really matters to us. And Georgia's saying, "No, oh, no, no. This this erases that win. We're the best. We're the best." And meanwhile, everyone else in the world doesn't give a fuck. That game was boring. There was nothing on the line. There was no underdog story that's gonna upset the SEC team. I personally was cheering for injuries. Fine, you want to be a bunch of fucking babies, sit out the fucking game. I hope everyone left still gets fucking injured. Because that's on you for sitting out. And I want that to be the narrative. I want I want everyone sitting out these games. I want it to get worse. So that these bowl games are unwatchably bad. That's what I want. Everyone's getting injured, so everyone's sitting out. And then all these kids who don't know how to fucking play because they haven't played all year get fucking injured. And then we're watching a bunch of freshmen play each other. And it's just boring, shitty football. And these coaches have to act like the game matters. They have to drop 30 different schemes for who's going to go out in what quarter. And their life is going to be a living hell. Also, another thing, this doesn't matter. Oh, this, well, then... They're saying Kirby Smart. Is that the coach of Georgia? I don't know. Coach of Georgia is going to be here for years now because he won this national championship. He's going to be here forever. Ed Ogeron won the national champion two years ago. You know where he is? Out of a job. You're still in Nick Saban's league, and he runs everything. The only job that guaranteed is his. You're t- he might go after you, take all your fucking uh, recruiting picks just to make you look stupid. That's what he did to LSU and Auburn. He, I think he went after players that weren't as good because he didn't like that Auburn beat him in a game and he didn't like that LSU beat him and the net, got the national champion. So I think he went after their players specifically so that they'd have to lose 10 games, then they fire at O. And he's just a sadistic fuck. Also, it is getting sad. Like, Nick Saban, do you just not care about your family or anything but football? It's like watching an alcoholic, like, just all day. All he could think about is football. It's like, homie, you have nothing else in your life? You're going to do this 10 more years? You're going to be in a wheelchair on the sideline, fucking having heart attacks, screaming at kids? Why? And it's not like your kids go on to be great guys. Some of them still end up in jail. They, Eddie Lacy lasted, what, four years in the league? And he ate himself out of a job and now runs a health company? Which, hilarious in its own right. Um... So you're not impacting these kids. You're not making their life better. Get the fuck out. You're ruining all of college football. Because now everything runs through the SEC. And the SEC runs through you. Great. You're the king. You had five, six years as the king. 
You don't need to be doing this till you're fucking on a hospital bed drawing X's and O's. I don't want to win it for the Gipper moment where the coach is the Gipper. That's not that's not what I'm looking for. Anything else in college? I do hate the sitting out. Oh, the game last night. I think the kid should have taken a knee. Instead of the pick six, which then you give Alabama the ball back with a minute and three timeouts. I know that's like, oh, there's no way, but it's also Nick Saban, so there's always a fucking way. Whereas if you pick it off, run down to the five, take a knee, you look like a fucking genius. You look like the biggest team guy. You knee it three times, game over. You can still kick the field goal if you want. You can still put a little more fucking points on Saban, be a dick. But he's a freshman. And my buddy goes, my friend says, oh, it doesn't really matter. What what if he doesn't go drafted? He's a freshman starting the national championship for Alabama. He's going to the draft. He's going to the NFL. If he's this talented now, the only thing that could change that is if his spine gets shattered. But he's going to have two more years to get better, possibly three, go to the draft. He's starting for Nick Saban's Alabama team in the in the college football championship. There's no way this kid sucks. So if he would have picked off the ball, ran to the end zone line, taken a knee, let the team knee out the game, and win it. I think that shows NFL teams that he's a team player. He's a smart thinker. He knows the game of football. I loved when Gurley did it last year or two years ago. Um, and you put that on your highlight tape, and all the all the scouts and all the coaches will be like, oh, yeah, this guy, he was awesome. I love this guy. Oh, we could get him? And I think it moves him up in the draft stock. If there's someone slightly more athletic than him that you were like, ah, I don't know between these two, that makes me think this is our guy. He's not going to be Johnny Manziel. He's not going to be Antonio Brown. He's not going to be Baker Mayfield who can't fucking control himself and be a good kid and make millions of dollars. This guy knows what he's doing. Is smart and will give up himself for what's best for the team. So back to the sitting out. It's just the dumbest thing ever. Um, I don't... Like, Bakhtiari just came back. No one's saying he's not going to play as good as he, he will. These injuries aren't huge injuries. Their draft stock's not going to go down. I want to see the few guys that got injured. Is anyone going to be like, oh yeah, that torn rotator cuff or that dislocated elbow. He's never going to play the same again. No, that's no one's talking like that about anything. And we're thinking about rewarding these schools for letting this happen. We're thinking about giving them extra college football playoff games. Fuck that shit. Fuck these teams. Fuck these players. I think college football has like five more years and then it's going to collapse under its own weight. Also, you have so much going on in the world that these colleges are not going to be fun for these players. They're going to want to go to the AFL or something because these kids, like going to USC is going to be so shitty. They're passing a law that they're going to make universal health care in California for everyone, including immigrants. So many people are going to move out of California. So many college kids are going to say, fuck that. I'll go somewhere else. I'll go to Georgia, right? I'll learn film there. There's a ton of film stuff in Atlanta. You could go to Atlanta for your summer and be the unpaid intern. Hollywood runs off of like thousands of unpaid interns. They need those colleges to be there. 
They need them supplying these interns to work for free. Like the place I worked was a small studio. We had one TV show that was filming in Canada and like a couple YouTube shows and we had four or five unpaid interns there. So you think about all the agencies, all the production companies, all the studios, all the, you know, different editing groups and stuff like that who live off of unpaid interns. It's it's gone. That that tap has run dry. I think these and then all the colleges are gonna become is football is where they make money because there's gonna be so many less kids going to school. And you also have a crisis of kids like not wanting to go to college because they see that it's a waste of money and time. You have parents that can't afford their kids' college anymore because it's gone up by five hundred percent in twenty years. Um, you have people not wanting to have kids anymore in America, which is a huge problem because our we literally live in a country that's a pyramid scheme that needs more people showing up to pay in for the fewer people. Uh, so that's a big issue. And I really just see like the boringness of college football, the kids sitting out, nothing really fucking mattering, the, the CFP putting in two SEC teams every fucking year so you don't have underdogs or anyone keeping the rest of the nation involved. It's just silly. And I don't think it's going to work out. I think it's going to backfire on them. Because why are you going to want to watch? Why are you going to want to watch your team get shit on? Because they're not in the SEC. Well, they they won the Pac-12, but and we're undefeated. But you know they didn't play anyone as good as Georgia, LSU, Texas, or Alabama. So that 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 doesn't really matter. It doesn't care. Oh, but they gave you Cincinnati. Yeah, and they're never gonna give us one again. They're gonna take what happened to Cincinnati this year and say, ah, sorry, sorry, you're done. We're not independence and small town schools they they don't matter anymore and soon the Pac-12s can be looked at as a small time league that doesn't fucking matter it's gonna go to the power four which is gonna be a joke it's really the power one it's the SEC and nothing else also I hate the oh they could make millions after this so they're not gonna take the injury first off the injury shouldn't cost you millions you should still go to the league any team that doesn't draft you because of an injury that's insane um, we have the best doctors in the world in the NFL, probably. And if they can't put you back together, what the fuck? Uh, you ha- you probably have a lot bigger issues than the fact that you're not making millions. You're probably in a fucking wheelchair and dying. But you never hear that when someone gets hurt halfway through the season. I think Jamar Chase sat out all last season. And it's like, all right. We're not going to affect his draft stock. Okay. Why would... What if he got hurt? What if he broke a leg halfway through the season? What Should that affect him? No, it's going to heal. It'll be fine. Um, also, if you're one of these kids that came from a bad situation, like a poor family, take college seriously. You're saying, oh, it's millions. We're missing out on millions. You know, five years after most NBA players... Leave, I think it's like 85% of NBA players after they leave the NBA go broke. NFL is the same way. The average career span in the NFL is under a year. So even if you get drafted or you make the NFL, it's there's no guarantee you stay long. There's no guarantee you make millions. And then you went through college for free and got bullshit degrees that aren't going to help you. You never learned anything. Whereas if you would have fucking learned something, you have a career that will pay you $50,000, $60,000 a year. 
for the rest of your life. Whereas if you don't, you're a used car salesman. So go get a good degree. Get in a career that'll elevate you throughout your year. So you start at 50 and by then, by that time you're leaving, you could be half a million or something like that. Because you paid attention in school and you learned a thing or two. And that compound money over 50, 60 years compared to a couple million dollars and then working at flipping burgers in a car or working at a car dealership, I bet the money having that education lasts longer. So the problem isn't they're missing out on millions. They're actually missing out on maybe a couple hundred thousand. Maybe. And for that, you should play one more game. You should show you have integrity. You should show you care about the team. The NFL and college football should punish you for not doing those things. Uh, That's my two cents. It's just bad economics the way we talk about it right now. And again, if you really do drop, someone else is still getting that money who probably came from just as bad a situation as you or needs the money just as much. So it's not... (laughs) Yeah, this one family in Oregon was going to have their life turned around, but instead it's a family in Chicago that's life turned around. Okay. The, the, The good... The good of the NFL is still being done. So, sorry to you, kid. I hope you paid attention in school. Your family's life should still be turned around because you're going to have a good career. Because you went to a good school for four or five years. Have your degrees and everything in order. And you have no debt because football paid for it. So you got a million dollar gift. With food, housing, tuition, medical attention, free gym, all that shit. You got taught by someone like Nick Saban how to be an adult. All you have to do is go to class. Get your degree in something meaningful. Learn a thing or two. And your family's life should turn around. Because what what your mom do? Uh, she cleaned floors at a restaurant or some shit. Yeah, well, football gave you the option to be much better than that. Alright. I feel like I have a lot more to talk about. Uh, college football was boring. Ohio State won. Fuck them. I already forgot. I was like, oh, Ohio State lost this year? Yeah, last night. I was like, oh, no, they showed that they won. I was like, oh. Oh, look at that. Alabama, they had a good commercial. It wasn't all socialist propaganda. It was come here and learn something. Look at you guys. You did it. Proud of you. But then they did have a COVID commercial. They had like a, oh, you have to get vaccinated. We are the head coaches of the two teams in the college football championship. And if you get vaccinated, it helps everyone, even though statistically it doesn't we had a worse year with the vaccine than without my bad you're not an expert i know simple numbers i'm not an idiot um but did anyone who was that commercial for was that commercial just to pat yourselves on the back because that's what it seemed like most commercials get focus group focus group focus group like you see those progressive commercials they probably film 10 different versions of them and then decide in focus groups which ones they're going to release. Flow has filmed, I would say, a thousand commercials that we never saw. Now, they're 30-second spots. They're not taking long. But, you know, a three-day shoot, two-day shoot for each one. <laughs> and, yeah, they can film them simultaneously. You know, they're, oh, we're going to try this line instead of that. We're going to try this instead of that. But... A lot of these fucking things don't make it because focus groups hate them. 
So who did they focus group for the COVID-19? You get vaccinated. This is the college football championship. I'm Kirby Smart. I'm going to tell my team to riot in the streets, but also tell you the importance of vaccination. Who focus group that? Because unless the whole focus group was unvaccinated people, saw it, and they all said, oh, I'll be right back. I gotta go to CVS and get a vaccine. Because it didn't make me feel that way. I was like, oh, fuck, I want a vaccine less now. Look at them thinking they're smarter than me. They're not smarter than me. They're fucking... So listen to the experts, and you put on football coaches. They're not the experts! At least we used to try. It's like these fucking uh, electric car companies. And stuff. They put little kids. They're trying to like, I don't know, fashion draft off Greta Thunberg. They put little kids being like, oh, these are this is the science behind green energy. We love green energy. Why why don't you love green energy? If I'm a kid and I'm so smart, I love it. That's not an expert. You guys are the ones screaming at us. Listen to the experts. You put on kids and college coaches to talk about medical vaccines. And green energy and economics of it? I don't think that kid, I went to four years, got an economics degree. I don't think that kid knows more than me. I'm sorry. At least back in the day, they had actors who played doctors. I play a doctor on TV. This is helps. Great. I'll take it. At least they pretend to be an expert. But now you've got people who don't even pretend to be an expert. Get the fuck out of here. So that was disappointing. Seeing that pro-vax bullshit. I didn't like that. Didn't like it one bit. Alright, let's get on to... We talked about Jacksonville and the Colts, so fuck that. Oh, the Chargers Raiders. Holy shit. What fucking idiots. And everyone's talking about the timeout. The timeout was not the problem. First off, Justin Herbert deserves to get smacked in the fucking face. Fucking idiot. The problem was, before the Chargers kicked the field goal, instead of running it three plays in a row, or even fucking kneeling out, they ran it, and then burnt the clock, and then said, fuck it, let's throw it twice. Run it, two more, you're playing for a tie. Yes, you can play for the win, but the win should not be more of what you want than the tie. You should be 30% for the win, 70% for the tie, Zero for the loss. Your worst case scenario should be a tie and going to the playoffs. All the players get big fucking checks that they're not going to get this year. Bunch of them will get commercial deals. They live in Los Angeles, you know, the place where all the commercials are filmed at least for the next three years, two years. Uh, fuck. One year. Gavin Newsom's really fucking up that fucking city. How were you guys so fucking dumb you didn't get rid of him? And, and how is he so cocky? Oh, and get rid of me. All right, that's a uh, couple billion dollars. Also, the mayor of like uh, New York that all the Republicans were like, well, at least he's not as shitty as de Blasio was. Uh, we can work with him. He's a cop. He's going to be a good guy. Hired his brother. His brother was like a parking lot attendant in a college. And now his brother's making a quarter over a quarter million a year. That's good. That makes me think they're smart. And the liberal friends I talk to, they don't care. They think that's how it works. Oh, yeah, you hire your friends. Yeah, that's fine when you're making a movie. Oh, I hired my buddies. All right, the movie has no consequences. Your buddy saying one line 
compared to someone else. No real consequences. You're getting a no-name actor to say it anyways. So why not your friend? But fucking helping run the police in the biggest city in America? He's like the he's like the vice commissioner or something. A quarter of a million. Yeah, I think I want someone better than the guy that goes, hey, don't park there. Hey, don't park there. Although that's what New York needs. Although I'm sure they make tons of money off their meter maids, but I guess you could go out and, hey, don't park there. You're going to get a ticket. Hey, you'll get a ticket, guy. Come on. Come on. It's not worth a quarter of a million. So I guess the message is I'm not going back to New York anytime soon. But um, Herbert, so the play before, should have ran it twice, got rid of some clock, give the ball back to the Raiders, tie game with only like two, three minutes left. They're not going to be taking the risks. They're not going to be risking throwing the ball. They're not going to be risking fumbling the ball. They just fumbled the ball, luckily recovered it like a set of downs earlier. So they're going to be very conservative. They're going to run it a few times. All you have to do is stop the run two, three, four times. Game over. And yet, if you run the ball and he breaks through, gets to the end zone, mazel tov. You won the game. But the two throws fucked you. Because it lets in the creep-in chances of losing. You were at 0% chance losing. Then you threw it once and now you're at a 20% chance to lose. And the amount of t- chance for a tie and a win go down. And then you throw it again. And now you're, fuck. They really can come back and kick it. They could fuck us right here. That was my problem. Not so much the timeout. The, t- the play clock was at like zero. Anyways, and he was, fuck it. I'll call timeout, try to get my good package in. You know, he saved him, what, six seconds, five seconds? Who gives a shit? But if he would have burnt an extra... What, 40 seconds, 40 seconds, so like 120? Minute 20 plus, you know, if you do somewhat interesting run plays, be like be like a Detroit, do a double reverse. Yeah, you might get fucked in the middle of it, but maybe not a double reverse. I don't trust pitching the ball like that. But, you know, something that's going to burn some time. Run it around the edge, try to get the edge. You don't get the edge, fucking kneel down, burn the clock. Uh, we'll make the field goal, don't worry about it. Um, so that's, that was my problem is both teams just got too greedy. Um, and I'm sure a ton of people in the Raiders nation were like, what the fuck is he doing? Kneel the fucking ball. We fumbled it. He throws interceptions. Kneel the fucking ball. Let's go to the fucking playoffs. Yeah. There's a little bit of incentive. You're playing the Bengals instead of the chiefs. I don't know. I might want the chiefs over the Bengals. I don't know if the Chiefs look that good this year. Yeah, they're on a bit of a high, but I remember when they were on a bit of a low. I remember when Jordan Love almost fucking beat them. So let's not act like the Chiefs are some fucking god-killer team out there. And it sucks. I like Herbert. I want to see more Herbert in the playoffs. We got fucking robbed of that by this bullshit. Also, everyone says the analytics don't change. The numbers they have in are too big. First off, the number there shouldn't have that many numbers in because it should only be ten years ago. The analytics you're using, the game has changed so much. If you're using numbers from the '60s when white guys who were five ten were the quarterback, when the biggest lineman was like two twenty, 
Don't use those numbers. Those numbers are fucking useless. That's not the game we play anymore. When black people weren't allowed to play? Are you kidding me? Those numbers are, mean nothing. You have to use the analytics of current day. And also, you have to use analytics that someone compare. I have a 6-4 quarterback that's kind of fast. That's a lot different than Kyler Murray. So, or Russell Wilson, a short guy who doesn't have the arm of Herbert. Those analytics have to be very different. Herbert throws lasers. It leaves his hand is in someone else's hands in half a second. Russell, the same pass, takes a second and a half. Coverage has an extra second to fix it, whatever they did. Yeah, it's not a lot of time, but it's something. Um, so I hate the analytics. I hate using it. I'm sure I've done so much stats work in my day that I'm sure you're using the wrong numbers. I'm sure you're not using things that are comparable to your team or the times we play in. And if you are, that game would have changed them because Herbert had eight fourth and sixes or more. It's more than six or plus yards. And he, he made eight. So guess what? Now, now all of a sudden the chances of you making it on fourth and six plus go up quite a bit. Or they should, because that's a often not tried play. And he got eight of them. So the analytics would tell you, oh, on fourth and six or more, go for it. Because it works 70% of the time. No, that was just Justin Herbert having no other options and pulling it off out of his ass. Um, and also, goal and one or goal and two, they're different nowadays. You can push. You used to not be able to push the running back. You can line up. You can give it to a giant monster and line up a lineman behind him to just bulldoze him through the line. And that's it. Yeah, that, that makes the game a little different. Fucking idiots. But instead they're running QB sneaks and fucking insane plays that obviously aren't going to work. At least the Colts gave it to Jonathan Taylor and he just got stood up. That's something. I don't know why Carson Wentz wasn't behind him pushing, but I'll at least take that. All right, what else do we have to talk about? COVID's being gay. Oh, the teacher who locked her kid in the car? That's hilarious. Her kid had COVID-19, so she locked him in the trunk and drove him somewhere to get tested. What a fucking psychopath. Uh, AOC has COVID. Good fucking bitch. Um, I've had three vaccines. I've had four vaccines, and I wear masks. I'm so healthy. No one can touch me. Oh well, looks like all those things you promised don't work. Five trillion dollars we've spent on COVID. COVID's still here, killing more people than before, and our economy's in the shitter. Right? You guys are fucking killing it. Uh, let's look at let's. let's uh, Let's do playoff predictions. How about that? Let's have a little fun at this point in our life. Oh my God. Jay Cutler talking about not giving a fuck that he's divorced. I'll, I'll read this whole quote. It's fucking awesome. Oh, the Golden Globes happened and no one noticed. They didn't televise them. It's starting. It's becoming like a creepy cult thing that scares the shit out of me. Uh, yeah, I don't really care about the winners and losers of it. Um, I used to. Ted Lasso, I think, won a couple, which, fuck yeah, I love Ted Lasso. Uh, Squid Games won one or two, which, that's also awesome. I feel like there's one movie I liked that got, 
Oh my god, I just watched Spencer about Princess Diana. Holy shit. Save you all two hours. Don't watch it. It's about like one weekend she had. And it's allegedly the weekend they decided to fucking kill her. Uh, which, if they did and any of that movie's true, yeah, I would... Oh, I'm down. You, Good job. You should have fucking killed her. She was annoying as fuck. The movie's horrible. Do not go see Spencer. If it gets nominated for anything, that's gonna blow my fucking mind. That's insane. Um, fuck, what was the movie I liked that got something? I don't know. Fuck it. Ted Lasso won. Fuck yeah. Um... But it's weird. It's weird. They didn't televise it. So they they realized that without Ricky Gervais, no one gives a shit because they just want to see Hollywood made fun of. And Ricky Gervais does it the best. And anyone else you hire is, gonna, is way too cancelable. And you're going to look like an asshole hiring them. So they said, fuck it. We're going to just have a secret party, not invite anyone. And then you're going to have to Google who won. So not great. Kind of what I said about the Oscars and E3. Like, these shows are going to start to disappear. E3 knows what they're doing. The Super Bowl knows what they're doing when they put those new trailers out. You know, yeah, oh, it's about football, but give a reason for everyone to watch. Here's a new trailer for a video game. Here's a new trailer for a movie. Even last night at the National Championship, they had movie trailers. That was awesome. That was smart. Um... Make the game more... The sh- it's a show about a game. But make the show more than just about the game. Squid Games didn't just show Squid Games. It wasn't a 30-minute show with every Squid Game. They had backstories. They had intrigue. They had the spy cop. You know? And that's how they treat the Super Bowl. That's how they treat the National Championship game. That's how they treat E3. Here's new information... You want to be the first to see it. You want to have that moment with everyone that goes, Oh my God, that looks awesome. Oscars, Golden Globes, Emmys, none of them do it. We don't announce new shows. We don't show new trailers for movies. We don't do anything. Uh, I hope you guys heard that fart. That was awesome. Um, But yeah, let's read Jay Cutler's quote. I don't know if it's real, but it's awesome. I, I know he has like a podcast now. He's on in Montana going crazy and just ripping on everything because he's a... He's millions, so he just fucking... Like, yeah, for an hour a day, I'll go on a podcast. If anyone wants to call in, great. Here's what he said. Being retired and divorced has been great. It's like a license to not give any fucks, which is kind of my thing. Every play, ever place Settlers of Catan? Yeah, me neither. And now I never have to. I live in Montana now. There isn't a fuck to give for miles. That's paradise to old smoking Jay. Fuck yeah. What a guy. Also not vaccinated, fuck yeah. Team on Vax. Um, USA Today said that uh, being a pedophile is decided at birth. It's genetic, basically. Uh, Wow, I feel like this is what conservatives were saying about gay marriage in the 90s. And everyone said, the fuck is wrong with you? It's not going to lead to us wanting pedophiles to marry kids? Well... You guys made the argument that gayness was genetic, and here we are. Saying the same thing about pedophiles. You guys called us crazy. You called us, they're using slippery slope argument. You can't use it. Well, we're getting near the bottom of that slope, guys. We did it. Not one apology. No one, None of the people that called us ignorant psychopaths is going to apologize. Yeah, that's fine. It'll be okay. 
right, let's let's look at the matchups. Oh, I have a Batman theory. I think the trailers are all fake. I think they ADR'd a bunch. I'm hoping this is true. I hope it's not Bruce Wayne. I hope it's Dick Grayson. That would be so fucking cool. That would make so much more sense than doing another Bruce Wayne story. That he, You know, there's a scene where he yells at Alfred. He's like, you lied to me. He could be talking about Bruce. That would be dope. If it's Dick Grayson, who's Robin, for those of you who don't know, taking on Batman's role. And that's why the Riddler's like taunting him. He's like, oh, I thought you were smarter than this. I guess Bruce Wayne didn't leave someone smart in charge. You fucking suck at your job. That would be so cool. If they just edited a few things and made the trailer seem like this instead of that. Which we saw Spider-Man do. They edited out, you know, scenes with Spider-Man in it. Or the Avengers Infinity War. It showed the Hulk rampaging in. But it wasn't the Hulk in the movie. It was Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster armor. I just think that would be so cool. Alright. Let's start with the AFC. Who do I think is going to win? Raiders, Bengals, Bengals. Uh, I do think the Raiders are going to give some trouble with their two-quarterback package, but not enough. Uh, Bills, Patriots. Bills have their number now. Bills, Steelers, Chiefs. I want to say Steelers. I so badly want to say Steelers and be like, yeah, no, this this glory runs going to go on. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going. Steelers. Steelers win. So AFC, we have... Bengals, Bills, Steelers in the upset. Um, it would just be too funny. It'd be too funny to have Patrick Mahone's fucking cocky ass and his shitty fucking brother lose. And I don't love Travis Kelsey. He's kind of a cunt. All right. Cardinals, Raven, or Cardinals Rams. That is going to be a close game. They say uh, Rams coach owns the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals show up today. I think J.J. Watt gives them a little boost. I think they're stoked. I think the defense is on point. Uh, I think they pull it off. Let's go cards. San Fran Cowboys. This is the easy one, San Francisco. I don't know how the Cowboys got points. You want to know who the what playoff teams the Cowboys have beat? All right. That's a, it's, a, it's a short list. Let's not worry. The Patriots, I think week four or five, when, you know, their rookie quarterback has only been in the NFL four or five weeks Learning the most difficult offense in the whole league. Yeah. Big win there, guys. You did it. The Eagles, week one or two. New coach. Team's still getting used to the coach. Young quarterback. Basically a rookie. Only played a few games last year. Week one or two. Oh, you beat the Eagles. And who again? The Eagles. The Eagles again. But this, the JV team of the Eagles. Not their starters. Bunch of fucking kids that don't fucking matter. So I'm not saying that the Cowboys can't win big games, but I'm saying the Cowboys can't win big games. They fucking suck. Uh, so I'm going to take San Fran. Sorry, Cowboys. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. You're not making it back to Lambeau anytime soon. You're fucked. Uh, finally, we have Eagles, Tampa Bay. I'm going Eagles. I think they rested their starters. They're going to be ready. They're going to be hungry. They're going to be angry. Tom Brady's team sucks. A lot of people are injured. They almost lost to the Jets. I think they get pressure on Tom. He hasn't handled pressure well. He throws an interception or two, and they're done. you got to watch Gronk, and you got to watch Tom. Their running game's not great. Their O-line's really strong. But I think the Eagles are going to still get pressure on Tom and make him suck. So this would lead to us playing the Eagles which we're going to win. 
And then San Fran Cardinals, I think the Cardinals win. And then Packers Cardinals, Packers win. We beat them with 11 starters out. We have the most important starters coming back. This Bakhtiari, the number one O-lineman last year. Uh, uh, a pro bowler def- uh, linebacker. I don't know what Sedarius Smith is. I don't really like Sedarius Smith. I don't think it helps that much. And Jair Alexander. So you're not going to be able to throw the ball more than 20 yards because Jair's out there and Rasul Douglas and all these fucking ballers. So we get Packers. All right, on the other side, who we have? We got Steelers, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee wins that. And we got Bills, Bengals. I think Ellen has one of his shitty games. Let's go Bengals. We got Bengals, Titans. I'm going Titans again. Derrick Henry. Tannehill just knows himself. Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, and Carson Wentz are the same player. Carson Wentz doesn't know himself, thinks he can make the big plays. He can't. Uh, Baker Mayfield doesn't know his ceiling either. He should be more grateful and less injured. Um, if Baker Mayfield played like Tannehill, the Browns would be in the playoffs and at a pretty high seed. Uh, Tannehill just knows. He plays prevent offense. You've heard prevent defense. He plays prevent offense. We're not. I'm not going to make the mistakes that gives the other team the ball and fucks us. So then we got Titans, Packers. I'm going Packers. Come on. They're the best team in the league. They'll be able to shut down Derrick Henry. They'll be able to get fucking pressure on Tannehill and make him his prevent offense suck. You know, Aaron throws, Razul Douglas, and Jair Alexander are going to pick up as Smith or Corey Clark, who's a big fucking guy. Fucking murder Tannehill. And that's all. That's going to be a show. I'll redo this when I'm sure none of my predictions are fucking right. Uh, Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Fuck off.